Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Welcome to Montana's Peer Network Recovery Talks podcast. I'm Jim Haney. And I'm Andy Daniel. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. Today, we are going to be answering emails, right? Like uh, question emails. We get lots of them uh, every week here at MPN, and so thought we'd go through them answer some of them and just see what what our members and peer supporters and folks out there, the questions they're asking, share them with you and, and get them recorded in a podcast. Yeah. A lot of these we get over and over again. So we kind of thought this would be a, a good way to put it out there so that um, people can find the information. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we do, we really get, I mean, I just, I had glanced through some of these beforehand and I was like, oh yeah, I get that one all the time. Oh yeah, I get that one all the time. I get that one all the time. <laughs> and so, uh, I know we've tried some things with the videos and, you know, different tools to help people, but yeah, we thought we would do, do a Q and a email Q and a today. So here's a good one to start out with. How did MPN get started? Where are you? That kind of stuff. That's sort of a gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now that's not one that we get very often, but that's a good one. Whoever you are out there, member, thanks for asking that. Yeah. Um, Gosh, you know we 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 are eight years old, so we started in 2011. Uh, June 1st, 2011, was really what I consider the birth of Montana's Peer Network. That was my first day, and our first office was in Bozeman, and uh, I was in the Mental Health America of Montana offices. That's where we actually started. Many people might not even know that. They were mentoring us. Yeah, they gave me an office and a desk and a laptop and said, go build a company and a peer support network. Actually, some other people gave us the money, uh, but they were mentoring us from the business side. And just was this idea that people in recovery should have a voice and we should be um, not only have a voice in our own recovery, but have a voice in the system services, mental health, and substance use. And so we were really just modeling, the the model we were using was from other states. And so what, you know, states like Georgia, who had already been doing it for 10 years, and so it was really just modeling them. I had a mentor from a guy named uh, Patrick Henry from Mental Health America National, and he was a big influence in the beginning, really helped shape the, the vision and <clears throat> encouraged us to dream about how we were going to do that, but also provide that background for what were these other states doing, Massachusetts and, you know, Georgia. These are some of the gold standards in recovery organizations. And so how did they do it? And so he was kind of there and he had a training and 
we had phone calls every month and he was just sort of coaching me along. And so then, you know, we got a board together. I was the first employee and and you just start dreaming and you start shaping it. And it's something to think back just now as I'm just thinking back, I'm like, wow. Yeah. I remember those days in the (laughs) middle of America office, you know, because I mean, you know, when, when you're starting from scratch, you don't, I mean, you don't have anything. I mean, I'm sitting at a mental health America desk in a mental health America chair. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not like you, you walk in and you have an MPN office, you know, it took, it took a couple years for us to, we were there for just about two years and for us to move out on our own and have our own stuff, you know, our own legitimate office. But yeah, we were, we were in there and they were very gracious and very helpful. And yeah, that's really the origins, how we got, got started. I think other people who are looking to start organizations or drop-in centers or whatever, sometimes don't really have a good picture of how long that could take. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, some of the consulting that I do now, I mean, some of you might even be listening on this podcast, you know. um, Yeah, I mean, that's where people come in and they have all these ideas and they're all full of energy and all this stuff. And it's like, I, I try to actually help them take a few steps backwards because you've got, I really strongly believe in this, you have to build that foundation company structure are you going to be a for-profit, non-profit, LAC, sole proprietor? How are you going to manage your books? You can't put it in an Excel spreadsheet. You know what I mean? Like you have to think about, are you going to pay someone? Are you going to use QuickBooks? Are you going to use, you know, some other software program? Like, you know, the basics of how a business actually runs. You can't be putting checks in your personal account and you know, calling it business, you know, like just that basic structure of how a business actually functions because that pays off dividends moving forward all the way through from funders who get interested in you and say, well, you know, how do you like SAMHSA, you know, how do you manage your books? And you have to show them and explain to them, you know, this is how we do this. What policies do you have? You have to show people you know, this is what we have in place. Who's funded you before? These are common, common questions from funders. And so if you set all the business stuff up right, then it pays dividends, you know, down the road. And so that's why I start when I try to consult with people is the dreams are wonderful. You got to have them, but set it up right. Do it right from the beginning. Don't get into bad habits. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm looking through the emails here. I am new in recovery. What do you offer for me? You know, there's there's a lot of stuff that MPN does, a lot of training, and a lot of our stuff is sort of focused on people who want to be peer supporters. But we also have things um, such as intro to recovery that sort of helps you understand what recovery is, becoming trauma aware. Uh, those kinds of things. But I think one of the best things that we offer through our membership is our weekly newsletter that really will keep you up on all kinds of stuff that's happening with MPN or happening in the state surrounding uh, recovery, substance abuse, mental health, all that kind of stuff. And it really kind of keeps you connected to the recovery network. And we also have tons of resources on our website for things that you might need uh, help with. In addition to that, you know, we do have some recovery coaches 
in different places around this state that uh, you can hook up with and, and yeah. find that peer support person. Yeah, that's, I couldn't have said it better myself, Andy. That was, that was perfect. That was, that was spot on. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, get it. The only thing, only thing I'll add to it is just simply, you know, all those useless uh, department store things you get, you know, like our weekly pulse actually has good content in it that if you're in recovery, you're going to probably find value in every time you go somewhere. It seems like you have to sign up for somebody's newsletter, but I think ours is really high quality, provides a lot of good information and good resources. So. Yeah, we're not always just trying to sell you something. It's yeah. It's I mean a lot of good information. Emails, emails. We get a lot of emails here. Oh well, this one sort of goes along with that. I'm thinking about joining. What benefit is it to me? Very similar. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll just I'll add on to that. So besides getting that the awesome e newsletter, the Pulse, we have a recovery conference every year. And so great benefit for members is you get to come to the conference for free. Uh, Non-members have to pay pay an entry fee. And so that's another great benefit is come on out to the conference. Very rarely do you get to go to a conference for free anymore. And uh, I see some of them. I know the big national one is it's 400 bucks for four days. So that's a hundred bucks a day and we get to offer ours for free to members. So, yeah, I think I just paid like two hundred dollars to attend a one day thing here in the state, even. So Yeah, exactly. So that's a huge benefit. And then the other one that comes to mind for me is the webinars. Oh yeah. So you know, we have these webinars every month. And so, you know, maybe you do live in a remote part of Montana and you don't want to travel. You can uh, just tune in to our webinars and again they're in the weekly newsletter. And so that's how you would know about them. And so you can tune in and jump on the webinars, and that's a great way to get connected with people. And that yeah. basic membership is free. I'm not sure oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Basic membership is free. Uh, exactly. We have a, an, an enhanced membership that uh-huh. gets you some other things, uh, access to the mentoring program and special webinars, um, just for right. people who are part of that. But great that you can join for free. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I look through here. Okay. So how do I become a peer supporter? Oh, yeah. That That's a pretty common question. <laughs> yeah. Um, you yeah. Know, sometimes we think that it, well, hey, I'm in recovery. I've been, I've been doing a really good job. Now I can help other people. And that's great. But you have that enthusiasm. There actually is a lot that goes into it. You know, we offer peer support 101, which is sort of the basics of how to be a peer supporter, the information that you need. There's a lot. The The great thing about that training is there's a lot of role playing and really practicing those skills um, that I don't think you necessarily get from like online trainings, you know, on stuff like that. And so that's something that's kind of unique to our PS 101. Uh So you get a lot of that stuff. And then uh, after you complete that class, which also includes an exam, you have to pass the exam and the homework and all of that. Um, Uh Then you have to apply for certification through the 
date, but right. um, the, the or, or or behavioral health. Don't forget to tell them that part. Oh, right, do, right, yeah. Through the board of behavioral health. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> right, right. It's not through us. Right. Uh, and you know, there's it, it's kind of a process, but it's really not that complicated of a process. It's it can be time consuming, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, the application's a little bit long. I think it's like 32 pages, but it's mostly reading. I mean, there's not, the majority of it is not where you're filling it out. It's reading about your certification and the rules. And, but yeah, we get that question a lot about, are we MTN the ones certifying people? And the answer is no, you're taking the training with us. You're passing the exam. Hopefully you're passing the exam 80% or better. And that's what you're, that's what's qualifying you. That's one of the components to go get certified. Andy and I are not actually certifying you. So when you get your certificate yeah. from completing the training, that doesn't mean you're a certified. Right, right, right. And, and I'll say this because, you know, uh, so the question in the email was, how do I become a peer supporter? So you, you don't have to um, become a professional peer supporter. Oh, right. right? Yeah. Anybody could become a peer supporter if you feel like, hey, um, I'd like to start a support group in my community, you could do that, and you don't have to go get certified, right? Any two people can do that. So bear that in mind, too, because there's a lot of wonderful support groups out there that are, you know, just regular folks, and they just provide support to other regular folks, and they're not certified, and so anybody can do that. And I'm not sure which way the email meant, but I'm assuming that it means professional peer supporter um because we do get that question a lot i probably get that question in an email every week and (laughs) in a phone call every week right both every single week and and we should plug our video oh right right? yeah we have a how to become certified video on youtube that walks you through the process It, it shows you the application and and how to fill it out and some really good explanation of that yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a really good one. And I'm just, I'm, as we're talking here, I was listening to you, but I was also sorting through the emails. I yeah. found one that's that's connected here. Why aren't there peer supporters in my town and don't you cover the whole state? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. So, yeah, uh, yeah MPN is a statewide organization uh, with members all over the state, but we don't necessarily provide peer supporters. We, we've done some pilot projects and we did Gallatin Valley for a while or Gallatin County. And, uh, right now we've got some, some peer supporters in Butte at Montana Chemical Dependency Center. We've got someone in Townsend. Um, so we try to get those kind of rolling and then hand them off to another organization. So yeah. we, we sort yeah. of model that way of doing things, that, that yeah. way of, of getting peer supporters. And so there are lots of peer supporters that aren't part of our organization necessarily. They uh, yeah. peer supporters who work for like mental health centers or, you know, some other organization in their town. So, right. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the second part of that, don't, don't you cover the whole state? Yes, we're a statewide organization. We have staff in various communities. But again, not all those peers, they're not all peer supporters and they're not all, all the peer supporters don't work for us. So, yeah, I mean, it's, we do cover the whole state. And believe me, we get around because, <laughs> uh, 
I, I spent uh, eight days traveling through eastern Montana, put uh, over a thousand miles on, met with lots of great folks in lots of towns, had trainings and presentations and uh, did radio. I did a radio show, did a newspaper interviews, went to the Elvis Shrine, uh, <laughs> did all kinds of things in eastern Montana that I never knew I would be doing. And I only covered a third of this great state. So we are truly uh, statewide and we just did a bunch of trainings, Calspell and Browning and, you know, we do get all over the state. Uh, but it's big, folks. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. big. <laughs> and it's, um, you know, it takes a whole team for us to do that. If you if you want peer supporters in your town, let us know uh, and let us know what we can do to help support that effort. Because we want to see peer supporters in every town, but it's a big state. <laughs> and so it's it's going to take going to take time. And you do a lot of consulting, right, to help people yeah, do that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so that's that's kind of what I was hinting at there is, you know, if, if you're in some community in Montana here and you're like, oh, you know, I want peer supporters here, you know, reach out for sure, you know, and you can have a conversation. But one of my questions early on to you is going to be, what, what are you doing towards that effort? You know, is it a peer support group or are you giving volunteering your time or, you know, what what's going on there in your community? Because it's not about us coming in and telling you it's you telling us what that needs to look like. And we'll try to help you get that up and going. But you have to do most of the heavy lifting. It's your community. We're here first. We're here for support. Let's see. Sort of scrolling through some stuff here. What? does the board of directors do at MPN and do they, ah, do they get paid? <laughs> do they get paid? Yeah. So unfortunately, uh, as a nonprofit, but we're a 501 C three nonprofit board of directors do not get paid. This is a volunteer position. Yeah. They don't, they don't get paid. You're volunteering your time. I know our board of directors asks for three to five hours a month per board member and what do they do is that the other part of that question yeah what do they do what, what do they do so a board of directors job is to govern sort of think umbrella if you will uh the umbrella that sits over montana's peer network so the uh, mission and the uh, strategic plan, making sure that we are responsible financially. They're also responsible for me as the executive director. So they're my boss. They don't have anything to do with daily operations. That's why you hire an executive director. So the executive director runs the company, the operations, and the board oversees sort of big umbrella stuff. Did we file our annual business entity with the Secretary of State? Are we being responsible financially? Are we following our policies, our bylaws, those kinds of things? Fundraising, the board gets involved with fundraising for the organization. Yeah, just kind of the big umbrella stuff, helping to promote the strategic plan and our mission, but not operations that's staff that's andy and me you know and the rest of the the rest of the team um 
so it's different. You know, one thing that I, I'll say with this is I see a lot of members um, apply to the board and they have experience being on a local council or, and often these terms are sort of mixed, like councils and boards and advisory groups, but we're a corporation and, and the board, it's a board of directors of a corporation. You are financially responsible. If we misused finances, they're coming after the board of directors. And so it's different in a corporation where you might be on some ad hoc council or where you really don't have real responsibilities. Maybe once a year you do a report or something like there's not really, it's not the same level. And I think a lot of people are shocked when they come to our board meetings, they attend a few of them and they see and hear how formal it is. And, you know, it's, it's checks and balances and real dialogue and it's, it's different. And so I think some people go, Whoa, there's a lot here. And yeah, because we're a corporation. And so there's a lot of responsibility. Is that a good answer, Andy? Yeah, that's a wonderful answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's so different to the board. You know, it's just so, so different on a corporation. And not getting paid, that's another one. But those are federal rules. That's how you maintain your nonprofit, you know, status. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. If you have one, jump in there. Mm -hmm. I was just reading through some of these emails here here's here's one for you andy how big is mpn how many staff do you have and can i get a job <laughs> all right well, that that's a lot so you know one of the the one one of the questions like i said earlier i was talking about where we are and i'm actually located up in haver and then we've got people in missoula butte townsend helena Jim's in Livingston. I think we've got four peer supporters. Is that right? Four peer supporters. And then me and, and Jim. So, and and we're spread all over the place. Can I get a job, Andy? Can I get a job? I, I'd, love, you know? I'd, I'd love to come work for the peer <laughs> network. Actually, I have personal experience with this, right? Because I found Montana's peer network. And I sent an email that said, hey, I see yeah. I don't have an outreach coordinator. Can I do that? You know, and yeah. so it didn't yeah. happen right away. But uh, we do have something on our website where if we if we're hiring somebody, we'll post it on the website and we'll put it in pulse and we'll we'll put it out on social media and everything. So you'll know yeah. if we're offering something. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, everything just depends on where we're getting our funding and and what our goals are at that particular time. Like I said, with the recovery coaching, if, if we can pass that off to another organization, that opens us up to do something else. So you can, you can always check on things to see if we've got something open. We're pretty good about getting that information out to everybody. Yeah, and I just thought of uh, going back to one of our earlier email questions, what's the benefit of being a member? I, and I thought of one with this as you were talking. So if you're a member, you actually find out about job openings before other people do. So we send that out to our members because it goes out in our weekly pulse. And so you actually find out before it goes public. 
So it gives you like a little bit of an advantage. You know, sometimes it's a week, but does give you a little bit of an advantage uh, if you're in the loop with the network, because then you would know, you know, before we blast it up into places like job service. And, right, right. Um, yeah, and we don't currently. So, I, you know, it depends on when you're listening to this podcast. But, you know, at the moment, as we're recording this, we don't currently have openings. But, yeah, that, you know, changes throughout the year at different times. So that's that's a good one. And, and it, it, I, I'm wondering if, you know, the person heard something good about us. It made me think like, oh, maybe you heard something good about us. And you're like, hey, I want to go work. <laughs> and it's a great place to work. I'm just going to put that out yeah. there. It's a wonderful well, place to work. So. Okay. There you go. Yeah. There's an endorsement right there. Excellent. Uh, does NPN give scholarships to its trainings? Well, you know, a good chunk of our trainings are free. Um, yeah. yeah. Really, a, a lot of the intro stuff um, we we do offer for free. We yep. do have a few that that have a fee attached mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the reason for that is they sometimes cost us a lot of money to put on. We have to pay for staff and rooms yep, and, and all of that yep. kind of thing. And so... You know, it's just a necessity that we have to charge for some of right. of our training so that we can keep going. If we don't, we can't. So I guess yeah. the short answer is kind of no. <laughs> yeah, um, no. We don't give no. scholarships for the trainings that have, have a fee attached to them, but there are lots of trainings yeah. that don't. Correct. And I would say the majority of our trainings don't. Right. Right. I mean, the majority of them don't. Although, yeah, I mean, we're starting to add add some in. Um, as we want to do different things and go off and branch off into different areas and stuff. And so, but yeah, I think, you know, as a whole, as a director, I'm always looking for opportunities to find funding to cover those fees, to put the training on for no cost. And so that's something that's important to me. And I'm, and I'm proud to be able to do that, to be able to offer the majority of our trainings out there in the community for no cost, because I see I get lots of email offers from other states and some in-state, and they're expensive. They can they can be really expensive just to go to it, just the fee to go. Forget about the hotel or, you know, your time and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm really proud that we can offer most of them for no cost. So Oh, so here's one that kind of goes with that. Why don't you do trainings in my town? Oh, yeah. So... You know, we try to get around the state, and I think we're pretty good at it. You know, we hit, um, well, we for sure hit all the major communities in Montana every single year. And so when I say the major communities, you know, we're talking Billings, Bozeman, Helena, Butte, Great Falls, Missoula, Kalispell. Those are the major communities in our state. We hit all of them every year. But then we also do visit smaller communities and put on trainings. There's a lot of factors involved, you know, and one of the factors is funding. What we were just answering kind of in the last email, you know, funding. Do we have the funding to go? And if I have a limited amount of funding, putting a training on in Hamilton versus Missoula, I know I'm going to get two or three times more people in Missoula and that the people in the smaller town, and I don't mean to pick on Hamilton, but <laughs> Hamilton could drive to Missoula, whereas whereas if we put it on in Hamilton, the people in Missoula probably won't drive to Hamilton. 
Right. And so then you have this smaller class. It still costs the same amount of money. If I put it on in white sulfur or I put it on in Bozeman, the cost is exactly the same because you're paying staff and, you know, the renting of space to put it on in and, you know, hotel room and mileage and all the materials like it's that the cost is virtually the same. So we really try to to do that. And I know at the PS 101, we rotate regions Earlier this year, we were in the eastern region, Montana. Uh, next training's in the central, and then we'll go in the fall, we'll be in the west, and then we'll come back to the central, and then we'll go to the east, and then, you know, and so we rotate regions there. And uh, and then I guess the last factor is interest, you know, who are the people actually reaching out saying, hey, I uh, want you to come to my town and put on a training, you know. That's the other piece of it. So, yeah, I think those are all factors as to why we don't. And there's no way we can get around. I can't remember. We have members in 74 different towns or 78 different towns. Do you remember the number, Andy? Do you know the number off the top of your head? I think it's 78. 78. So, there's no way we could get around to every town. There's just no way. It would be, you know, we need an army of staff, you know. So we try to do our best to get around the state. But again, we do get around the state for sure, you know, from the High Line to, you know, the uh, northwest corner and in the central, south central and eastern Montana. So I think we do a good job getting around, actually. Yeah, I think so. I think we've always got stuff planned and coming up. And and to those of you where we can't get to, the white sulfurs, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) you know, like. I mean, like you, sulfur's can, a, you can take advantage you know, of the webinars, though. Uh, you can. You can. You there you go. The entire training. Right. You know, you're not going right. to have a whole six or eight hour training, but you're going to get something. True, true. That's right. Absolutely. You definitely will. So, yeah, if you can't make our trainings in person or uh, presentations in person, then tune in to the, the webinars. And so, you know, you got to be a member, though. Um, you know, you gotta be a member. Otherwise you're not going to know really when those things are happening. Um, also social media, I'm gonna do a little plug for your social media, Andy, because you you do such a good job. You know, our Facebook page, lots of good information, another good way to get connected with other people. And especially if you're in like really rural places, then jump on social media, you know, and find out what's going on and, post some comments and share some thoughts. Yeah. I really try to get that out. Get something out every day that uh, yeah. is related to what we do. So, yeah. Well, I think this was a good, pretty good uh, episode here. I think, man, we answered like a ton of questions and questions that I really are very common that we get over kind of over and over again. So I hopefully ran, I just ran across another one that I think is important to get okay. through today. All right. All right. All right. What do you got? If I start an affiliate for MPN, does that mean MPN will pay for the things I need to run it? Oh, affiliate. So someone's been someone's been scoping out our website. <laughs> Somebody's been, which is good. That's good. You know, we have information about these affiliates. So, so uh, affiliates. So we're trying to encourage members to again take responsibility in their community and to get folks in recovery together to have either. You know, like in Billings, it looks like a monthly meeting or it could be a weekly support group. But, you know, bringing people together to address 
whatever issues your community needs to address. It's not about NPN. It's not about us opening up franchises all over the state of Montana, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, like we make a sandwich and now you're going to eat our sandwich the way we make our sandwiches. You know, like <laughs> it's not about that. You're making your own sandwich, you know, like, so what's important to you in your community? We can assist you in that and support you by, by letting the other members in your town know so they show up, right? But this isn't about some financial thing for us or for you. But when you do start an affiliate, you do get to coordinate with us here at the office and you can begin to leverage Montana's peer network. And what I mean by that is some communities have like local grants they might put out for little projects. Maybe you want to do a, uh, you know, Townsend did a thing where they were going to do a walk to raise awareness for mental health uh, month and the local t-shirt shop got involved. And so the local t-shirt shop says, you know, well, we'll help you out. Uh, yeah, this sounds kind of cool, but who are you and what's this all about? And who's, you know, oh, it's this Montana's peer network and this organization. And so then we are able to get a better deal on the shirts and the printing of the shirts, right? Yep. And so you can do that. Or maybe somebody gets out a little local grant, like a local advisory council or something. Well, they're not just going to hand a check over to, like, you know, Sally, John Doe, <laughs> you know. So they that you could leverage Montana's Peer Network. The check could be sent to us. We would help you manage the money and be responsible you know, while you're going to spend it for some event or whatever you got going on. And so it's really about building this real strong community-based network across the state. That's the vision for these affiliates. And so, you know, we have uh, Great Falls, Helena, Butte, Missoula, Billings, Glendive. Did I get them all there, Andy? I think I got them. I think so, yeah. That's six. Yeah. And so the vision is, you know, we'd like to keep adding, you know, a couple every year. That's kind of the goal is to just kind of keep adding a couple each year. And so, you know, it's going to take a while till we have them everywhere. But again, it's about our members mobilizing our members. So this kind of, again, goes back to one of the earlier emails, you know, about not being why in my town and how come I don't have peer supporters, those questions like that, because they're all interconnected. You yeah, have to come together as a community. Yeah, somewhere. exactly. Exactly. So, um, but we're here to support you. And if it's something you're interested in, reach out and let us know, send us another email with more details and we're happy to talk to you about it. And um, we've got kind of some guidelines online that you can look at expectations, that sort of thing. And so, yeah, anytime we'll go, you have a question, send us an email something that we we do in our pulse about once a month we do an ask jack series where you uh, can ask a question and jim's cat jack will answer that question for you oh yeah so. oh, yeah yeah send them in send them in jack loves answering those questions <laughs> so he is smart so excellent any other last ones we want to well, I think we've about covered the common ones here so okay yeah all right and if we didn't get to your email we apologize we get tons of them here and so we're just we're kind of just picking them out as we were going along we try to get to everybody but 
sometimes there's a lot of repeats or very similar kind of questions. So uh, keep the questions coming in and we'll do our best to keep answering them. And we really appreciate uh, you tuning in. Share this with people. You know, you listen to the podcast, let other people know, hey, there's this cool podcast you can listen to. Keep tuning in. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Recovery works, and recovery is possible. Recovery works, and recovery is possible. Recovery works, recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery.